に上がる関係に<笑> Shall we begin? The answer is coming. I can do this all day. Tear down this wall. One billion trillion planets in the cosmos, and you must be wondering how this one ended up teeming with life. Well, frankly, my dear, I don't have an idea, except it seems possible that the origin of life on the Earth's surface could have been first prevented by an enormous flux of impacting comets and asteroids, then a much less intense rain of comets may have deposited the very materials that allowed life to form some 3.5-3.8 billion years ago, or as my friends from the Project Awakening, not Robert De Niro's one, states, we were seeded by enhanced alien technologies. We loved growing up with uh, Trude Warhol, with Morgan Freeman and Neil deGrasse, Cosmos, Carl Sagan, Andy Weir, Stanley Kubrick, Star Wars, Star Trek, Alien, Interstellar, Martian Chronicles, Guren Lagan, Galactic Football. And now we are witnessing first images of the black hole and planets from the different galaxies. There is the new space race between SpaceX and Blue Origin. Moon is becoming new touristic destination. Let the planet hunting commence. Oh, and Luca, how you are doing? I'm doing great and uh, I'm ready to hunt stars, comets, planets and explore the universe in this very episode. Well, for the start, let's first have a little disclaimer for our listeners as we are not scientists, we are just people who love watching scientific shows on discovery, National Geographic, history, etc. And we were just a little kids who wanted to be astronauts when they grew up. And Luca, tell me how you imagined the Vasiona? Uh, well, uh... Listen, uh, as a huge fan of fiction, and obviously when we are talking fiction, uh, everybody, I mean, the greatest writers of sci-fi always imagine the the, the cosmos, how it looked like, and uh, the stories in the space. Uh, uh, The space uh, just fascinates the human mind for centuries and millenniums. And so, of course, uh, mine as well. Uh, But uh, the one interpretation that I always uh liked is uh, you know in the interpretation maybe this sounds dark but you know like uh, ridley scott in the alien but just just, just the, <laughs> the scattered planets with, with the, the wild beasts and the <laughs> predators and aliens and uh, uh and the beautiful cinematography from time to time and space prisons and <laughs> uh ai you know that kind of things so, but um, as a kid, you know, every kid wants to explore cosmos. Every kid wants to go to space, and uh, maybe, maybe in our lifetime, we go to space. You know, with the technology rising right now, and uh, talks about space tourism and uh, similar stuff. Yeah, the the most uh, fearsome uh, uh, thing that I scare uh, that scares me from the cosmos is it's it's uh, mostly empty and boring. Yeah, listen, uh, we are, I think, when you think about it deeply, you find yourself that you are maybe uh, scared of the vastness and and the the, the, uh, greatness of cosmos, because we know so little, like, you know, and it's, it's the part that we we didn't even begin to scratch our knowledge of uh, our universe our universe itself and not not the countless universes that exist not even the galaxy not just not yeah just our solar system we know so so little and uh, as a, in our nature as a, as a human uh, species we we have that need to discover to 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 break new frontiers and 
there is no greater frontier uh, than the space. Oh, that's that's really nice. So thoughtsome. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, um, I imagine that uh, I would love the universe to look like, well, let's say some combination between Star Wars and Marvel universe from comics you know that there's everything you can see everything we are a really important part of uh, yeah. cosmos in that universe is not like in star wars where we are not even dimensioned so well what do you think about how the universes are depicted in some of the pop culture uh, well listen as I always hated that we're not present in the Star Wars as a species, but you know you can make an argument. It's it's okay, but you know I just don't like it. Um, uh, in my opinion, like uh, the way we depicted cosmos, and um, I always I let's just say for the sake of entertainment, I like the the the, the stories like Star Trek and Star Wars and and, and, and Alien, and but I always thought that as uh, a kind of a lesser sci-fi, not to, in the disrespectful kind of way, but I always, like, uh, currently I'm reading Marshall Chronicles from uh, Ray Bradbury, and uh, his his vision of uh, us the, the, and the depiction of Mars, I mean, it's from the 50s, and it's amazing, you know, it's amazing that uh, how you built such worlds on, on the, and you didn't have any knowledge, like, Especially back then, and uh, with the, when you're making and trying to make it realistic, like when you're making Star Trek or Star Wars, you, you're just using some of our philosophies and translating to these characters that are, you know, fictional. You you have various alien races, and you, you need the hell of a imagination for that and hell of a world building. But uh, in my opinion, I'm always like uh, that guy that likes that old sci-fi books like Asimov and and uh, Bradbury and uh, similar like. You know Stanley Kubrick, the way he portrayed going out in space in 2001. Although it's not about uh, genuinely about uh, space uh, in some sense, it's more of a philosophy of life and everything. But I always like those kinds of depictions a little more. But you know, as a fan of comics and uh, generally Star Trek, Star Wars, you know, I, I enjoyed these as well. So, with all its flaws, the Martian is a really good adaptation of how uh, a human will settle on the Mars. So how far do you think we are from the reality of living on Mars? You know, my name is in the capsule on its way there. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, listen. But, uh, so I'm a partially astronaut. Yeah, uh, but listen, from from i mean that idea of settling on mars it's it's present in in our minds for 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 centuries like you know it always fascinated the, the, the human mind and you know like i said i'm reading martian chronicles right now which was written in the 50s and um but that idea you know uh like mr kennedy said uh, we choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon and do other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. And as a human species, we uh, th that's our deal. We need to break frontiers. We need to do hard things. We need to explore. And uh, like Musk was speaking about, uh, you know, we, we don't need just to go to Mars like uh, for the sake of it, like there's survival concerns and this kind of stuff. But I think even him has that... Uh, 
has the part uh, of himself where he just says, you know, you, we need to do this just for the sake of fucking doing it because we are humans and uh, this is what this brain was given to us and this yeah. courage to, to to break new frontiers and to to, to go in the space to to uh, make another planet our home in spite of the difficulties and uh, and you know hardships that we might face and. Uh, is it realistic? I think it is. And I think we can achieve it. How fast? I don't know. But I think that's the kind of ideas that make uh, makes us humans. So now that you mentioned that, tell me, what do you think of the Big Bang? Uh, well, I'm not a scientist. Like, like you, n- neither you and me are scientists. Yeah. yeah but but... What do you think about the theory? Yeah, but uh, as I, as I like to think, I'm an educated person, and <laughs> well, I believe you you do not think that we are made uh, from the gods. Uh, what was it? Uh, uh, gods work. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're not gods. Work. Yeah, I'm no creationist, but yeah. But uh, listen, uh, I always uh, uh, Big Bang is just is just in. You know, what we know is just another theory, you know, but uh, the theory that many agree upon. But, you know, you can make a perfect argument that uh, it's not viable and uh, you can, you know, ask a thousand questions and disapprove it maybe. And, you know, although I'm not uh, on step with science and uh, like I said, uh, I don't know everything, but it is a theory in general, which we've been taught that generally it is accepted in even in our school, we taught, uh, we learned it in our curriculum. Um, but uh, listen, I know, I know, I'm no creationist, but am I, am I in favor of the Big Bang? Yeah, listen, <laughs> I was in favor when I was a little kid of aliens making us. You know, when I was watching National Geographic. But uh, yeah, I believe it was history. Ancient yeah, aliens. yeah, maybe it was history. Yeah, and uh, but right now I'm. Uh, Till till something better comes up or maybe more imaginative, <laughs> uh, I'm for the Big Bang. Yeah, and uh, uh, until the better theory comes, uh, just like my brothers from the ancient Italian says, it's only logical. It's aliens. Uh, and so uh, a couple of days ago, there was science of first planet found outside a galaxy. The finding comes from observation of an X-ray binary, a neutron star or black hole pulling in gas from a companion star. And scientists are believing they discovered first planet outside our galaxy. And uh, nearly 5,000 uh, planets, exoplanets, are orbiting stars beyond our sun. Uh, uh, that uh, have been found, but all of them were in this galaxy. And this is the first to be outside. I I, I think it's a Whirlpool galaxy. So, uh, what do you think about such a finding? Uh, I think it's very interesting. And, uh, we, we, as long as we are furthering our knowledge in that sense, uh, as long as we are searching uh, the, for the other galaxies and proving these uh, scientific researches about the other universes and existence of the other universes, I think we're, uh, I think, like I said before, that we need to do that as humans, you know, that's the human spirit. And um, about those ideas that we mentioned before of maybe inhabiting other planets you know that's still far out of our reach but exploring the galaxy a little more i think it starts to get in our reach so to speak and uh you know of course we have our solar system to to explore first uh, but uh, our neighborhood yeah yeah but listen uh what we're doing right now i think 
the, the, I think the world generally is curious about that, and I'm curious about that. So uh, I'm all in favor of those things. Oh, I just Google it's such a cute name. M51 ULS1. Oh, how uh, and that bring me uh, how you would name if you found out the planet if you were the Starfleet commander and you have the right to name it. Would you like to be Starfleet commander? Uh well, one of my dream jobs, one of my dream jobs uh is a graduate of the Starfleet Academy with the highest honors and promoted to the captain of the so humble of the USS Enterprise one of my um, one of my dream jobs like if i wasn't living in this universe and know what i was going to do that that would be like you know on top of the list like mm-hmm. the USS Enterprise I, i'm no jedi like everybody wants to be a jedi everybody wants but i'm i'm definitely james t kirk and better like you know USS Enterprise change and you put me in charge and i'm going to blow the roof of the place trust me Then tell me, uh, Commander Luca, um, do you think um, how far <clears throat> how far are we from the first contact with the extraterrestrial race? Do you think it's um, um, that we can get some first signs of its existence in so, in our lifetime? Uh, well, listen, I'm, I don't want to jump into the realm of uh, conspiracy theories right now, but um, oh, just jump in. Yeah, but, but one thing we can. For 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 certain, almost certainly, you know, theorize. So so to say, it sounds a little bit stupid, but you know, um, if you think that till now we are the only living beings in this universe, intelligent living beings in this universe, you're. I mean, what the fuck? You 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 are sadly mistaken, my friend. Uh, will we make the contact? And did we already make the contact? I. Like that's the stuff of the conspiracies, but will we uh, no gain the further knowledge of it and maybe you know <laughs> uh, be become neighbors in some sense in the future? Um, I think I think eventually that will happen. You know, or maybe hundred, two hundred years from now. You know, d- definitely. I, I think it's inevitable, so to speak. But what do you think? Will we reach that contact in? 50, 100? Because I think you agree that we will eventually yeah. reach that contact. Yeah, I, I definitely agree that we will reach contact with the aliens, but and uh, we, we will uh, we uh, will be forbidden to call them aliens because it's racist. Uh, they are extraterrestrial beings. They have their names, and I think it will be sooner than 200 years. I think we will achieve that in our lifetimes. Unless you die young from cancer or some car hit you no. when you go home, uh, <laughs> uh, but I, I think it will happen. I don't believe it happened yet, and uh, you know it's a question that other races are they more intelligent than humans or or stupid as fuck or something. Yeah, yeah, but th- that's our general like depiction of uh, aliens, like. Uh, we either look the look at them like this superior race to yeah. us like it doesn't have to be certainly that way like you, you can have a uh, some aliens j- just beginning just beginning the state of like we should call it evolution but it's not evolution it's it's in our sense of evolution uh, like those could be bugs bugs that live on i don't know mars <laughs> could be like you know and i hope not the mo- enormous big bugs 
Yeah, and uh, you know that uh, on the satellite of, uh, I don't think, it, maybe it was Mars, the uh, Europe, the, the satellite, uh, the science of water that they discovered. Yeah. So it's, it's a very interesting part. And, um, on Mars uh, itself also? Yeah, yeah I, uh, I read uh, a lot of uh, things about it. And you know that water is, uh, for in our case, was the, the, the catalyst for all yeah. life. So uh, it could prove that uh, on Mars as well and uh, other planets. Yeah, and that's the condition, the, the requirement for life to develop in way it's developed on the Earth. But some other species can develop maybe life on, with some other terms. We are oxygen-based, they can be uh, nitrogen-based or even some element we don't yet know that uh, exists. Yeah, I mean, just look at the cockroaches. Yeah. The, the, those little fuckers can... Uh, I mean, they're so... They can survive anything, basically anything. So that tells us, you know, they could be the the, the organisms that can adapt to anything, basically, in our known and unknown universe. So, uh, listen, when we eventually get to that Mars, I think I think we need to bring a couple of cockroaches, and I think they, they will rule the place uh, eventually. <laughs> yeah, they are the elders of the universe, maybe. While we are here in our room discussing these theories and space talk, they are real people who are living their life to the infinity and beyond like Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Richard Branson and countless nameless guys in NASA and uh, uh, other companies that explore space. I don't know how the Indian and Chinese are called. And uh, what do you think? Who is winning this Mars race? Well, uh, it seems... Uh... I don't know who exactly, because we probably don't have all the details, but uh, Musk looks like he's uh, probably the, the, the guy that's uh, most... Uh, the right word would be desperate to, to get to the Mars, you know, because uh, he, I think he really sees it as uh, his most important work. Although uh, Bezos said that, uh, that all his finances, all his money goes to Blue Origin, and that, that that's the finest work he's doing. Uh, listen, I... Uh, he's more of a businessman, in my opinion, than Musk. But uh, listen, uh, I think Musk is, has a personal involvement in that, like the, the desperation that these guys don't have. But listen, the companies like NASA and maybe Chinese, they're, they're preparing something. So maybe 2030s, like we can talk about getting to Mars or something. Yeah, yeah you know, you know, now that you uh, mentioned that Elon Musk is personal, this maybe even Jeff Bezos is personal in beating Elon Musk, so you know. Uh, yeah, they certainly created a rival. They shoot a few uh, bullets at each other, so to speak, uh, with all that talk about getting to Mars and who is right and <laughs> that kind of thing. It's kind of entertaining. That was totally unexpected rivalry by my, for me uh, a couple of years ago. But they, they all set some goals uh, when they expect to arrive there. So uh, I think that uh, it's all around the 30s. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think we can expect when they get there? Oh, well, uh, it's hard to say, you know. Uh, uh, must give some plans, you know, uh, so, some looks. How, how 
how it would be like living on Mars. And you know, only thing we have right now is uh, the Martian film from 2015. Yeah, and Mars rovers. Yeah, Mars rovers. You know, <laughs> but uh, it's interesting, kind of, because you know that that mission is basically a lifelong mission. You're you're not getting back to Earth, you know. And I think Musk spoke about him getting to Mars and not getting yeah. back to Earth. But you know, so it's obvious that he's hundred uh, percent into that project, you know. Uh, so it's kind of interesting. Uh, I don't know, like we're talking summer of. Musk was even talking about 2020s getting to Mars, but um, I think it's not realistic. Maybe 2030s we're talking about getting to Mars, like setting up a colony there, so to speak. But it's so, so tricky, you know, how it all work out and uh, that kind of thing. But, you know, you have to consider if if Musk gets first to the the, the Mars, he's probably going to be a trillionaire or something. That's crazy. (laughs) That's Totally crazy, you know. <laughs> yeah, and that then we can have a total recall if it points out that Elon Musk is a evil genius villain. <laughs> and, uh, tell me now, I have a couple of questions now. Uh, if there is a Mars colony, and if you get the, the offer to go there, will you go? Uh, I don't think I. I don't think I would. Uh, I don't. But you said what well, you wanted to be the Starfleet Admiral. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I want, I, oh, I, I want done project. I want the USS <laughs> Enterprise waiting for me. But, uh, but no, listen, uh, it's a one hell of an experience. <laughs> I mean, you, you don't want to be the father of the nation. Yeah, you, you are, you're father of the fucking planet. You know, you, you, you're gonna be remembered in all the history but i can do it on earth um uh, w- with my achievements on earth i'll do it so mm-hmm. and maybe i you know create a space company as well become a trillionaire uh, but we'll see uh, uh listen uh i don't uh, the people that signed up for it uh, you know i i would like to meet them uh, honestly i like uh, do, do you understand the weight of that situation like the the, the potential weight of going to the Mars or the, are they thinking like ah oh, you know it's not gonna happen whatever we don't give a fuck you know <laughs> so it's, it's kind of crazy when you think about it I think we we should interview someone if, if the, the the crew gets chosen for yeah. in the five or six years or something uh, I would definitely be interested to talk to these people you know actually uh, that idea of colonizing the Mars. Um... If I were the one, I would be terrified stepping in that rocket and going up there. So for now, it's enough to have my name there. Uh, yeah, and uh, listen, uh, whether it's SpaceX, whether it's Blue Origin, whether it's um, NASA or, or Chinese or Indians or Europeans, whatever, uh, that's definitely going to be a monumental thing for, for, for humanity as a whole. And uh, like I said, regardless of is it about uh, our survival itself or is it just about us getting to the new frontiers? You know, it's it's going to be monumental. And people that are involved in that are doing, are doing, you know, so uh, quote unquote God's work or universe's work or humanity's work. So uh, I applaud to those people, and you know, th- th- those are those are big goals, but. Uh, you know, I think uh, I think they're worthy goals, and I think they're the, the the clear humanity goals. And do you think it stops there so after coming to Mars? Think about the next one in a year or two. Uh, no, I don't think I don't think we should stop. I don't think we should stop until we get extinct and fight the robots for our survival, yeah. like Skynet or some shit. But uh, <laughs> definitely. Uh, by 2300s i want that uss enterprise to to fly and uh, nothing short of it nothing nothing less but i believe you will be cold until then 
yeah, but when I get rich, I'll, I'll say that they freeze me or some shit. Uh, so uh, I hope uh, I hope we get to that USS Enterprise. I know I mentioned it hundred times, but uh, listen, uh, hundred years in the future, two hundred years in the future, a thousand years in the future, uh, colonizing the ideas of getting uh, to, to the edge of our space is fascinating. And uh, as a pure human being and fan of science fiction, I'm thrilled by it. And while we are so far from that edges of the universe, let's just go out tonight and let's hopefully see finally that sky from the wallpapers from windows uh, stargazing. Uh, yeah, but you know, in our hometown, the the the, the sunset is always beautiful. But yeah. we don't have the the the, the starry sky as the wallpapers wallpapers suggest. But uh, we can at least enjoy sunset. But. Uh, uh, I hope I hope I see some beautiful stars tonight as well. Yeah, make sure to post it on your Instagram story. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely will. And uh, uh, that's that's about it for today. Do you agree? Uh, so, our dear listeners, we have to order the usual. Please uh, like, share, and subscribe to our po- podcast. Uh, check us on YouTube and Instagram as well. And we'll see you next week uh, at the same time and same place. The usual.